What's up, everybody? You are now tuning in and listening to Cedric, Chris, Dempsey, and Justin, and we are the men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms. So please subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at menoftheyearpod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the Year, Men of the Year, Men of the Year, Men of the Year. What's up, fellas? What's going on? What it do? What it is? And what it do, maybe? Yeah. Hey, how's everyone Valentine's Day? Shit. What's that? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy out here. Uh, that girl is poison. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's all. song. Girl, However, that I'm, song reminds me of someone, and I'm just gonna yeah. I sense yeah, nah. something strange in my mind. I know exactly what you're talking uh, about, Chris. <laughs> exactly, I know you. Situation do. is serious. Um, yeah, no, I mean it's a hallmark. It's a hallmark. Those candy, Hershey's candy type shit. Like it's literally a a, a holiday created by. Um, I just forgot the word like an industry that that helps with like all the all the like ushy gushy single ass people shit like that yeah you know they hate single people come on now Mm. they try try to push you to to try and buy their shit for other people Mm. okay okay okay. well i feel go ahead go ahead I feel like this is just even if Valentine's Day wasn't around, I feel like it was still it's still never a bad idea to show the person that you're with some kind of affection and love, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I look at it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it should happen more times than just one time a year. Exactly. Also, exactly. I'm with you. Right, right. Damn Hallmark holidays. Anyway, you guys. So we're all in our mid thirties, of course. And we've all been through a low thirties, low thirties, oh, early thirties. Oh, like Don't eat, man. My bad, my bad. Okay, we're all in our thirties. We've all been through a lot. And y'all old asses. <laughs> 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 but just looking back on your lives, I mean, compared to when we were just young pups, you know, 17, 18, not knowing a lot about life, so naive and so unsophisticated and not knowing or having any worldly experiences. You know, I was just kind of looking back and I was uh, I was in Flint last week. You know, I was partying with my family and whatnot. And, you know, we were getting it in, uh, uh, you know, doing what we do. Right. And, you know, as I was driving home, I was like, Man, I haven't been to Flint in so long, but you know what? That's totally okay because I don't, you know, there's, there's like nothing there for me. So I just kind of wanted to kind of go down memory lane with you gentlemen, because none of us are in our, you know, hometowns and, you know, that's, you know, leaving your, your hometown is kind of like a life hack, except one of us, you know, 75% of us is (laughs) like, (laughs) 
So, and, and you know, Dempsey, we'll get to you. But first, I want to find out from the fellas, you know, when and why did you guys decide to just move out of your hometown, just up and leave? Well, I think all of us, it was the first step was college. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the, that, well, sorry, Dempsey. So let me ask you guys, let me ask you guys this. If you didn't have the opportunity to go to college, would you guys have left your hometown? Oh yeah. I was going to the military. It was college or military. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me. Mm. If I didn't go to college at all, like mm-hmm. not even community college. Just any type of college. If I don't go to any type of college, military. Military, for sure. Yeah. Same here. Uh-huh. Okay. Just curious I mean, on I, that. Yeah. Where I'm from, you get killed, go yep. to jail, mm-hmm. military, or college. Yeah. You know, it's kind of It's not, like pick a straw out of that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> options are very uh, mm-hmm. very limited. So yeah. Uh, so Dempsey. Mine, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Mine wasn't that dramatic. I just, I had to get away from the people in my city. Mm. They're fucking yeah. just terrible people. Yeah. I mean, like I get what Chris is saying because that's kind of, I don't know if you guys remember what well, Chris remembers because Chris took me to the bus station. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, let's hear from Dempsey. My bad. Amina. Yeah, Dempsey, right. out of the four of us, you know, you're still in your hometown. I guess, uh, why is that? Well, you know, I know uh, how you just mentioned, you know, if we hadn't, you know, gone to college, my I think my options would have been even more limited because, you know, Mm -hmm. I know like the military would not have been an option more than likely, especially given my my health condition. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't know. Justin, do you know do you know if uh, people are allowed that in with with people with epilepsy? I don't think so. So there's like 100 percent. No. Yeah, like uh, asthma and like uh, certain things kind of disqualify you uh, for certain for uh, and and it does suck. And like uh, off topic, they're getting a little bit more stringent now where they're looking further back into right. people's medical records and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um, yeah, so yeah, I don't think yeah that would have been an option for you, buddy. Yeah, Dempsey. <laughs> um, most federal heavily physical type jobs. If you have any type of neurological disorder or like obstruction, chances are you will not qualify. But sometimes they have waivers, like depending on your situation, uh, like you can get like waivers and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lo- it's a long drawn out process, like where you have to go get reevaluated right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I don't want anybody listening to this to be like to get discouraged. Like if you really want to get in, like there's other things that they could do and try to work. Like you might be able to get a waiver. Like say if you were diagnosed with asthma, maybe yeah. your asthma is not that bad to stop you from, you know, right. uh, to stop. You. So yeah, yeah, depending on the types of treatments that they might offer. Because yeah, but if you have seizures, so. it's another. Goal. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, that's too much liability right there i'm guessing yeah yeah how can you how can you potentially watch another person if you know there's a chance that you're just gonna have a seizure you know well just making it through basic yeah just making it through basic training but like it's a very stressful environment and a stressful time so Mm -hmm. you know right right um but yeah i mean getting back um if even yeah 
um, no military. Um, I wouldn't say being stuck here, but um, I probably just have to pretty much settle, you know, no college, um, go for, you know, a, you know, I don't even know what, what type of job that would be would be available for me given because I I didn't have the best of, of grades. So yeah. I remember you saying that. Um, OK, so if you know, all right, so college was it sounded like it was the only route for you at that time. Mm-hmm. But instead of you leaving Big Rapids, because I know that, you know, Ferris State is there in Big Rapids. You know, you got a college right there or university, rather, whatever you want to call it. Why did you still want to stay local to your hometown rather than going elsewhere or even out of state? Is it because of your medical condition or you still just want to be close to home or maybe you just yeah. kind of want to take advantage of, you know, the, the discounts that you probably could get? <laughs> Yeah, discount you know, double check. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, health insurance that's really a big one right there. You know, now that uh, my company, you know, we switched back to uh, from Priority Health to Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay, the Cadillacs um, they, of the insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that being you know very aggressive right there. You know, going back to last year. Um, it was just for a year that we had priority health, but I think they realized that a lot of people were, you know, unhealthy with that. Um, but it's not that I, you know, want to be here still, but, you know, given that my parents are here and, mm-hmm. you know, I still have such a, um, a strong bond with my dad right there. So I, I'd hate to, you know, see anything happen to him. Yeah. And, um, but it's just it's really a, a mixed bag type of thing of options that I'm still trying to uh, figure out. You know, right now we just had our it was my my manager's first week um, at the office. So it's like, you know, I'm still trying to see how that goes. But I know at the same time, our house is really, really disoriented. Um, so I'm I'm really playing out my options, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I I went back to you know applying or looking for jobs at the post office. But I know at the same time, you know I don't want to get discouraged because of my health condition, and uh, it's just it it does it does bother me a lot of the times because there's nothing literally I can do about it. Mm. So I might be stuck here, you know, for, for a long period of time still. So a lot of times I just have to make the most of it. But the cost of living is bad. Yeah. And I mean, like having that support system is, is key. Uh, Especially like in case anything happens. Cause if you're, if you're like a couple hundred miles away, like, what are you going to do? You know, you, you don't have anybody nearby, et cetera. So it's, it's mm-hmm. hard to remove yourself from that type of positive situation. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, I, we won't come down on you because of that. So I totally get it. I mean, like for me, the reason why I had to up and leave, because I, I, I just didn't want to be around the same people that I've 
always been around, you know? It was nice that a lot of the people that I graduated with and the individuals who I used to know before I transferred school, like none of them, like some of my homeboys that I used to hang with, I felt like they didn't have any ambitions. They just wanted to kind of just stay in Flint and just not grow. And I'm like, got to level up, got to level up. And, you know, like I said on a previous episode, I mean, a long time ago, I didn't think that college was in the cards for me. I mean, because I come from a military based background of a family as well. I almost went into the Marines until I was like, nah, that might not be my calling. Mm. And so I just knew that I had to get up out of there because I just didn't want to be stuck. And, you know, you get too deep in the trenches and Flint, it's going to be hard to try to climb up out of that pit. Because mm-hmm. as you guys know, Flint is not a, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a dangerous city. And mm-hmm. it's, it the had, water and everything too. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this is before the water, but just like. Yeah, yeah, murder. I mean. Just in 10 years water, prior to that, but I mean, there was well, literally but the nothing. water's been ongoing, so I mean, technically, the water's been a long term problem, too. So, well, the thing is, I just didn't want I wanted more for myself, even though I didn't know what that more was. I just needed to, I needed a, a new scenery, and I think that's probably why I ended up applying for college and very surprised I, I kind of got in. So, yeah. but um, yeah, that was the. The main reason why I decided to get up out of Flint, you know, because I just needed a, a new change of pace and a new environment. But I just want to ask you guys, and this is more so directed to both you, Chris and Justin. Um, and then I'll, I'll flip the question. I'll ask you, Dempsey. But like, fellas, do you guys miss your hometown to the point that you would ever go back and live there? I mean, knowing what you know now, the experiences that you guys have been through. Could you guys go back to your hometown and maybe do something about it? What do you guys think? Hell no. No? Hell no. Nah, man. I mean, if I could, I would actually leave Michigan um, again. Uh, Only reason I came back was obviously my medical issue. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if I could, I would, I mean, ideally, I would like to go out of country, but um, I mean, I'd even like to go somewhere like maybe Arizona, Ooh. debating yeah. Texas, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere warmer because I hate the snow. <laughs> yeah, Boy, I was out there. I, I sent Justin a, a picture of my uh, my driveway like, man, this is some bullshit. My back is on fire. Right <laughs> and right and when he I even has up, a snowblower. Yeah. Too. <laughs> crazy part i'm like my back she's <laughs> killing me yeah i sent through that picture like man hell no he said i don't need oh, that this. noise yeah what about you justin uh, uh this is a tricky would question, you ever go bro. back to visit maybe yeah but like um part of me also like like if i got into like more towards like I guess like a retirement kind of zone. Like I would want to go back just to help the next people get out. I guess like showing what there's ways to get out. But as right mm-hmm. now, like where I'm at in my current situation, I can't go back because you know like I'm still on my journey and path and stuff like that. And they say like on average, the people that leave their hometown are always the people that end up being more successful in life because being able to travel around and see different things and get different views and your perspective on things kind of change. Yeah. Um, I think um, 
because like I'm in a situation now where like I, I have to make some other decisions about where to live and stuff like that. But uh, a lot of it, I think it comes down to like being able to afford to live like people that live in California. They typically never leave California, you know, because it's so expensive to live there and that they're able to, to maintain that life. And they just kind of stay there where like I think you're going to have to have you have to have money. move, Obviously, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of people get into those situations where they feel like they can't get out of it, stuff like that. So um, the answer to the question right now, no, like I wouldn't even go back to Michigan in general, but I always mm-hmm. told myself, like, once I had a family, I- ideally, I would like to go back to Michigan because it would be nice for my family to know each other. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? That's why they got planes and cars, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I ideally I want to find somewhere that's affordable to live. The current state I'm in is very affordable to live here. Yeah. You know? And then also like at the same time, uh, like when I, when I left for my little finding journey to Texas, like you can't heal in the same environment that made you sick. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, did y'all hear that man? He said you can't heal in the environment. That made and you sick. <laughs> Damn, we gotta write that one down. <laughs> that was great. So, you know, like like how you say you don't like, you know, I felt like I was around people that like their life was different than mine, but like it's just like I feel like sometimes like you have so many goals and dreams, you have to be careful who you share that with because a person with a smaller mindset might not understand that. Kind of gotta try to find your people out there that understands the mindset that you have and what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I didn't have that kind of necessary uh, around me, you know. So I had to go out, and then also I had to go and find myself too. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. Now Dempsey. Now they gave their perspectives. Now I'm gonna flip the question. Do you regret not being able to get out of that hometown that you're in, just the area in general? I mean. Could you see yourself living elsewhere rather than where you're at right now? Or would you like to even? Yes, yes, absolutely. And I agree wholeheartedly with everything that Justin just said, Um, especially, you know, if I were to have kids um, move away. But I would like to be able to come back and visit, you know, Big Rapids, you know, a few times because, you know, as you guys know, you know, my dad's from, you know, the suburbs of, of Cleveland. You yeah, know, from the just, south, as you would call it. Uh, yep, yep, <laughs> yep, south. And uh, so we would, you know, we'd go down there, you know, a few times a year. And, you know, that's the one thing that I've always, I always look forward to doing, you know, particularly seeing, you know, the house that he grew up in, you know, mm-hmm. the the block and just even the surrounding areas, even though, unfortunately, you know, the city that he grew up in has, you know, pretty much gone down hills over the last, you know, 20, 30 years or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, just in general, though, I, you know, I'd like to be able to, to get out of, out of big rapids at some point. It's just having the, or it being the right time. Yeah. It's all about timing for sure. Yeah. Um, but I know it's, it's really 
all about opportunities as well, mm. because I was thinking about it, you know, what Justin was saying and my uncle, um, my dad's brother that he, you know, he passed away um, probably about 20 years ago and he was a cop and, you know, for the, for the, the city that um, my dad grew up in and he had done, you know, so much hard work for them you know, the, you know, the, like everyone around there loved him. And so they got together, like the city board, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, they named like a whole corner and it's called Dempsey's Corner. Hey, let's go. And yeah. So, you know, I'm really proud when you have situations like that. It makes you think about, you know, do you are you happy with where you're at or, you know, is it so bad for you that you do want to get out of where you're at currently? And so are you not at that point right now? I'm just at a, at a total standstill right now. OK, so well, l- let me ask you this, because you have an older brother and an older sister who no longer mm-hmm. reside in your hometown. Could you yep. speak to how how their experiences are within life, not being home? I mean, how looking outside in, I mean, what do you think about that? How do you think that they're how do you think that they're growing as as two adults traversing through life and understanding the life not being like how it's affected me or no, how's it affected those two? Like, what do you think, in your opinion, how has that affected your brother and sister not being in big rappers? Like, what has that done for those two? I think I I think, you know, it's it'd probably be the same way um, that they probably come. You know, they come up here, you know, when they can, you know, Mm -hmm. to get, you know, as a family reunion type of thing. But, you know, it's not like they're eager to come up here (laughs) just to. You know, that type of thing. Nah, <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Way, Big Rapids yeah. is a small, small town. <laughs> yeah. And there ain't no yeah, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, because without the university, we'd just be just podunk. That's how we'd be right Pretty there. Pretty much just the boonies, man. Just the boonies. Yeah. Um, well, for my stance, I don't I don't think I could ever see myself going back to Flint outside of just visiting. I mean, the people that I care about the most from Flint, I mean, there's only two people mm-hmm. in their family. Three. Yeah. Oh, come on now. And then mm-hmm. I have another one uh, who is literally my best friend from Flint. He's in North Carolina, which he was on one of these episodes. Outside of that, oh, and his younger brother. But outside of that, there's nothing really there for me. I mean, yeah, just visiting them every now and then, which I'm trying to be better on at visiting people. Um, yeah, I don't see myself going back to Flint and living in Flint. There's just there's literally nothing there for me. I don't I don't see it. I don't I don't miss it to the point that I would ever go back and live there and try to start a life there. But um let me ask you gentlemen this question. And it's probably gonna be the last one that I asked, but I mean, in general, what did moving out and move uh, moving away from your home hometown? What did that do for your own personal growth? I mean, Justin, can you kind of elaborate on the uh, the journey that you had? And you said that you had to go find yourself and doing that wasn't 
conducive if you would have stayed in your hometown? Like, would you be able to speak to that and shed a little bit of light on that, my friend? Yeah. So I think when you, it's the same thing. Like it's like a culture shock, you know, like I've traveled out of country a couple times before. So it's like when you leave like the place that you got comfortable at, Mm-hmm. You learn and you start feeling uncomfortable. You know, you get used to that culture. You start seeing different things. You start seeing life differently. Yeah. You start meeting different people. You start seeing things differently. Just, uh, I mean, I've moved a lot now that I think about it. Yeah. And like every place I go to, I go to it with the mindset that it is what you make it. Mm. And like, that's what's helped me a lot greatly. Like the place I'm at right now, people like, they don't really like it, but I'm like, I see the opportunity just for real estate, just for cost of living and everything here. Mm. And like um, this past week, a lot of stuff has been happening to me. It's been really good. It turned out in my favor, but all because I kept that mindset. And then also it gives you a new confidence. Like, man, I can make it anywhere. Like where, where's, where's the next place I'm going to go and try to make it, you know, like what's my next challenge? You know, who am I going to meet next? What am I going to learn next? How am I going to keep growing? You mm-hmm. know, um, mm. I think sometimes people like I get people are unfortunate situations and stuff like that. But like, I mean, you hear crazy stories like Taraji uh, P. Uh, she moved out to California with seven hundred dollars and just her child, mm. you know, so mm-hmm. it's like um, she made it happen. Just, yeah. So sometimes, man, I mean, you know, me, Rob lived in my car before. It's not fun. Definitely not fun. Mm-hmm. You know, but like sometimes like uh, this one dude told me he was like, man, sometimes all you need is a couple hundred dollars like. When I got on that bus that when Chris dropped me off at the bus station, bro, I had six hundred dollars, I think five or six hundred dollars to my name. And you know, I had a, I bought me a bus ticket. I was like, I'm out of here, man. I had one one bag of clothes and I was like, I'm out of here. You know, it was like a forty eight hour bus ride too. And just even being on that bus, man, just like like the further I got away from Michigan, like the the less the press I felt like I was like I was scared, obviously, because I'm on the bus, bro, going somewhere. I don't even have a place set up. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't have a job. I literally have five hundred dollars in my pocket and I'm on the bus, you know. And then like I'm only eating little like I'm not like I'm eating like, you know, bags of chips, you know, little small little things from the vending machine. I'm not trying to spend more than five dollars each time I get something to eat, you know, because yeah. I gotta this mm. is all the money that I have. And uh like so that taught me a lot, you know, and then just like Man, being on a bus is just like, because you don't have to worry about traffic or anything like that. You're just sitting there. So mm-hmm. it gives you a lot of time to like really reflect, think about a lot of things. Like, yeah. think how, you know, how did I get to this point? You know, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do differently? And then also, like I said, once you get into a new place, you learn how to survive there. You learn the, the new culture things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just you have to get used to how the people are there and things like that. And like, I think. It's very crucial uh, for people to get those experiences and stuff like that of different uh, yeah. places. Um, so, you know, if you can, I know everybody's not in that situation, but if you can, man, get out, try to, even if you do go back to your hometown, because like I have no problem. I probably won't go back to my home hometown, but like I probably would go back to that general area. Yeah, like the surrounding but, cities and suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people in the military, what they do, they'll come in, they'll do their years and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and they'll get back and they'll go back to their hometown, you know, just kind of rekindle, you know, because like uh, I have a lot of my grandma, she's probably going to pass soon, you know, um, mm. God, you know, I have some uncles, they're getting a little bit older up in age and stuff like that. So um, I think it's kind of important that we 
go back and reconnect with our elders because that's how our like history, you know, your family history is passed down and stuff like that. I know in today's age, we kind of get away from stuff like that, but you know, that's a very crucial thing, I believe. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. So, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Sorry to get a long one to answer. Nah, man, mm. you good. No, nah, <laughs> you, t- nah, you talk your shit, bro. You talk your shit. Uh, Dempsey, now, since you're still in your hometown, I mean, hypothetically speaking, and then we'll get to Chris's take, but um, what do you think moving out of your hometown could do for you personally? Well, I know for me, like, really, the only time that I came or that I came close to was when I had my internship. You know, that was that lasted, or I did that for maybe, you know, two and a half, three months right there. Yeah, I remember that. So, you know, I mean that, you know, I wouldn't, obviously I, I, it was something that I, that I didn't enjoy doing, you know, after it was over, but the time that I was down there, excuse me, um, because obviously Cleveland is very similar in terms of, you know, culture as, as it is up here as well, you know, just in big rapids. um, Yeah. I mean, weather, um, I mean, obviously (laughs) it's it's a bigger city. Okay. Making sure we are the same. Yeah. Yeah. But I I thought he was going to say it's similar to Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. (laughs) He said big rapids. Oh, Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, Overall, it's pretty much just yeah. That's that's all I have right there. <laughs> I got your back. Big Rapids is not Big Rapids is not that bad of a town. It's, it's like go ahead. It's worse. That's for damn sure. Right, and I yeah. mean Big Big Rapids is you know it's very safe. You know it's it's yeah. good for you know if raising a family. family. Exactly, exactly. But. Um, I think it's just, you know, the way that it's either depicted or it's just, you really just got to give it a chance before, mm-hmm. you know, people, they, before they judge it, you know, yeah. that's all. But what about you, Christopher? I forgot what the question was. The question was, what <laughs> did, <laughs> the question, how, how much have you had to drink, man? <laughs> the question is, what did moving out of your hometown do for your personal growth? Um, I mean, we said it on the Black History Month episode and a few other. Uh, helped me gain a lot of different perspective because, uh, unfortunately, like my hometown was stark white. White, um, white, 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 yeah, white, 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 yeah, uh, a black, the school black, I went to was unfortunately very heavy with with a lot of rich people, mm-hmm. um, which I was not, and um, full of a lot of fake people. Um, I know as soon as like my childhood friend moved back to England, and everybody except for maybe like a very small handful like completely dropped me. Um, I couldn't wait to get out of that city. Yeah. So, um, gave me like a, a fresh start, gave me a way to, you know, improve on myself, grow, learn new things. 
and I mean, yeah, I mean, showed me that I never really wanted to go back. Yeah, I mean, there's there's too much, there's too much in this world for you to, to, no offense, just like sit around in one city, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you might, you might be able to find a place that literally does everything you want and need in mm-hmm. one. The chances of it being the city you grow up in are so slim to none. Correct. And what about Grand Rapids? Still, what was that? What about because we have a friend, all of us obviously uh, have a friend, and like Grand Rapids by far, like next to Austin is like the best city I've lived in because like I feel like you're so close to downtown and downtown Grand Rapids. I mean, there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I just I never really enjoyed Grand Rapids too much. Um, I feel like it's it, there's more hype than there should be for it. Uh, just there's not there's not really culture there for me. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, it's just, it it seems like it's all there is a culture there, but it's not the culture yet. I get you. Like I, I know. What you're yeah, it's just it it just seems too Liberal focused or in one area. In um, Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> Very, but that's what, yeah, but that's but what I'm like, saying. Like, there's hidden gems. Yeah, for, but and and that's what I'm saying too. Is like you can go to so many different places, whether it's a small town or big town, and there'll be things there that you've never seen or heard of or been able to do, and and you'll have a blast being able to do it. And depending yeah. too on like price points, like Justin, you're saying, like it's inexpensive to to live where you're at. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was not that far from you when I lived down there too, and like there's a whole bunch of stuff to do down there, and like you're not too far from a few other places. Sure, it's a bit of a drive, but um, like it just it gives you a little bit more perspective, and that's always something that I've always wanted was to be able to go and see more mm-hmm. and do more in a way, um, and not just get kind of like held down in one area. Yeah. Makes sense. So my first it was my first step towards that goal. Mm-hmm. And I've been stuck here for a while. You're not stuck, man. Oh, You're I'm not stuck. stuck. <laughs> All right. So I'm about to show you guys this picture. And it's kind of what made me want to talk about this. No, not titties. <laughs> <laughs> not, wow. quite. not quite, man. <laughs> That's what made me want to talk about uh, or have a conversation <laughs> around this around this topic. I'm gonna show you guys. It says, "Oh yeah, oh, yes. your, yeah." Moving out of your hometown slash city is a life hack because it minimizes distractions and changes the way you see things. Facts. I, I find that extremely true. That is, there is no fallacy in that statement whatsoever. Um, I would probably say that moving out of my hometown probably saved me like straight up. I think it probably saved both Chris and Justin Um, and Dempsey. If you ever have the opportunity, if the opportunity ever presents itself, it can save you, too. And when I went to Big Rapids for college and even relocating down here to the Metro Detroit area, it just just like that, that picture said, it minimizes distractions in it opens up a, a, a new standpoint or vantage point on how you view the world. And 
being engulfed uh, in different cultures and learning about new things, new people, I think that's, I think it plays a very uh, integral part in how we all grow. And, you know, growing up, I only the only place that I ever went to was Chicago because that's where, you know, that's where I was born. That's where my mom was born, my older uncle uh, or my mom's older brother, excuse me. And that's where all my family stays. So I only went there. So but now that I'm grown, I'm starting to unlock new journeys, new places. And the good part is I'm experiencing this with my family, with my boys and they're starting to 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 see the world in in its entirety and everything like that. So I just wanted to just make mention of that that it's it's crucial for my for not my own growth but I'm sure your guys is as well. So um so it's not like Chris got to get up out of here but that's it's all good. Uh but we let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up right now. Um yeah, I just wanted to have this like honest conversation with you guys about that. So since we at the end of the episode Let's go ahead and sound off on our pop culture theme of the week. All right, pop man. culture theme of the week. I'd be mm. more than happy to go first. Amarian's touch. Touch. Ooh. Ding, 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 ding. Touch. Ding, ding, ding. Turn the lights on. Back into it. Hey. And let it. All right, who next? Touch. Mm. Shit. All right, I got Rudolph by Smart Face. It's one of those lo-fi songs that you probably see a lot on like those lists on YouTube and whatnot, but mm-hmm. just really chill. Just really, really Real mellow. Okay. Mellow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those. Cool. Cool. Mr. Justin, I'm a, what you got, my man? So, uh, so this is actually a good part. So uh, I'm going to do, uh, it's a motivational speech. It's called Anything is Possible. And it's actually about a dude that's from my hometown, uh, William Hollis. That like he went out to play college football and now he became like a motivational speaker. Like he's up there with like the Eric Thompsons, the Icky Johnsons, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. like he actually came like you know from my hometown. So like it really shows you like the message that he puts out there is anything is possible. You know, so um that's what so check that speech out. Yeah, if you haven't heard it. Um anything really is possible. So um if you do want to get out of your hometown or if you're in a bad situation, just remember anything really is possible you just got to put your mindset to it like i said when you look for a problem it always be a problem you look for an opportunity you'll find an opportunity mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. that man that's the lost gem for the day right there thank you well ladies and gentlemen we are the man of the year we hope that you guys enjoyed this introspective episode about unlocking these life hacks moving out of your hometown and discovering a more you, but also discovering the world itself. So we love y'all men of the year, your mama's favorite group of men until next time. Peace out. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year.